0: The following is paid commercial programming. The content and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Entercom Milwaukee, its staff or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors.
1: Oh, <laughs> you're on the
2: crazy train. All
0: Welcome to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.
2: Well, you know what day it is. We know what day it is. It's Saturday, and it's 6 o'clock in the a.m. Might be a little early for some people, but for you outdoors people, this ain't early this is like the middle of the day. It doesn't matter. Anyway, if you want to get in touch with us here at the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors, all you got to do is call us at 414-799-1250, or you can reach us by email at the Smokey's Inbox at at yahoo.com And you're trying to fix that. You can hear it too, huh? Yeah, anyway, he's Dan Bush, I'm Tom Newbauer, Sam Smith's on the board. We're coming today yeah. t- to you today with some ocean waves yeah. in our background. That's Broadcasting what it sounds like.
1: here on the lake. The wind yeah. is oh, <laughs> there goes my hat. I think the it wind might be a, blowing through my ready? hair. I think it might be one of our mics. It might be one of yeah, our mics. As soon as I turned it on, I could hear it. But there is no mic here. Just the Dan, Tom and Sam.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's one of those other ones. I don't know, who knows? Okay. Well, maybe uh, who knows? We'll we'll figure it out. Well, then I'll turn mine off. Okay. Oh, wrong one. There you go. Okay. Let me turn mine off.
1: Nope. not those. That was known as process of elimination. This is a scientific <laughs> method. This is. My definitely. hypothesis is mm-hmm. that perhaps. Um, well, anyway. Um, uh, I got
2: an email here, Dan.
1: What do we got now? This is something this first interesting. One in three months.
2: I I didn't know Long time we got an email. Yeah, I didn't know if I should mention this or not. If you're not, if you don't know, then don't. No, I. But I, listen, it's okay. This is this is like nostalgia. Okay, uh, one of our regular listeners, Ralph, nostalgia, nostalgia. sends us uh, email real quickly. He says, "Before the Cutting Edge, I used to get my fishing reports." From the fishing hole, you remember the fishing hole? It's that bait, bait tackle shop down on uh, the east side, or south, south, south side on Leighton. La- uh, no, yeah, Layton. yeah, yeah. The fishing hole. And the guy named Bob on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, I
1: signed his daughter up at the health club years ago. She was okay. really cute.
2: Well, anyway, it says that that's where he used to get his fishing reports before our show. Right. And he says, and he said, guess what? They still do it. <laughs> They still do it. Even though there's no bait shop? Well, there is. There's still the fishing hole. Huh? The fishing hole, I guess, is still there. It's still there. But uh, he, And he left the phone number, uh, 481-9090. You can get a fishing report. Well, wait a
1: second. Are we talking about the over on Layton yeah. over here? Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking the wrong place. I'm thinking yeah. of the place on twenties No, what street am I thinking about? Uh, I don't know Highway 100. I'm thinking about Highway 100. Oh, oh there's there yeah. a little beach no, no. shop yeah, there.
2: No, that was Bob's. Well, that's why I said Bob. Did you say Bob? Yeah, Bob doesn't own the one out here. No, uh, what the heck was his? Uh, well, Bob's has been there. close for
1: it's, He's got all the Lake Michigan
2: reports. Yeah, I've gone out him. his name? Well, oh, come on, what was his name? What is his name? He's what not dead. It? What is his name? Please, Tom. What is his name? Maybe somebody will help us. Oh, come on. I um, knew the guy from here. I knew him from years ago. Uh, maybe somebody will call us at seven nine nine twelve fifty. 1250 Now you got a mental brain. Tell us the name. You of caused the... me to have a mental yeah.
1: brain fart with all this I know. confusion what's here, a guy, What's
2: the guy's name who owns the fishing hole down on East Layton? Yeah. Oh, geez. I this...
1: don't know. Well, besides, uh, I didn't get a card from him, so I don't care. Um, I've got a <laughs> card here from the owner of Bell Ambulance, yeah. so thank you for a Christmas card. And in the past, uh, I want to thank uh, Bell Ambulance. Uh, who's the owner of Bell Ambulance?
2: I, I don't know, but not Jim. What do you mean you don't know? Jim isn't. Jim Lombardo isn't the owner. What? He's he's a high muckety muck. Well, I didn't mention Jim Lombardo. Well, that's who we got the card from. Oh.
1: <laughs> okay, so you're saying, well, thanks, Jim. <laughs> thanks, Jim. What do you, what's yeah. a muckety
2: muck? Yeah, well, he's a high uh, muckety muck. Yeah, he's a person. That's not, not- a nice
1: thing to say. Y- yes, it you is. You call
2: somebody a muckety muck? Yeah, he's a high muckety muck. He's, he's one of the higher up people. A you know? muckety muck. Yeah, whatever. You know, I've been around forever, but You never heard that.
1: Is that another one of an old geezer saying? I uh, it must be. <laughs> I mean old guys be. like you well, It must thanks be thanks to Jim Lombardo.
2: Yeah, thanks to Jim Lombardo for
1: the and, and I still wear my plaid uh red and uh black gel yeah. ambulance yeah. jacket. Yeah.
2: I know that's great. All the nice.
1: chicks dig it. Yeah. It's great. I like it. Yeah. And thank you. It is nice. Yeah.
2: Matter of fact Appreciate when that. uh Jim, oh, did somebody give an answer, Sam? Yeah, something Stack. Roger Stack. Roger Stack. That was a stack. courtesy of our caller, Tom. Thank you, Tom. Thanks, yeah, Tom. Roger Stack. That's Jeez. it. I don't know. But anyway. All those uh, concussions we had as kids. I yeah, can't remember uh, nothing anymore. When I came on the show and uh, when I called from home and or when I maybe mm-hmm, first came mm-hmm. in here and said why I was gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim Lombardo sent me, uh, he sent me like a hoodie t-shirt and another, uh, a, a hoodie sweatshirt and a t-shirt. You know, he sent me a couple of things. You know, that was nice of him. Why don't you have it on? Because I didn't feel like wearing a
1: hoodie. Uh, you know what? You do have a different shirt on today for the first time in 12 years. I know. I was, Do you realize I, I, that you tend to wear the same gosh darn and I, I'll radio jacket every time? I'll tell you why. Why?
2: First to- of all... Okay, you know how some people have a hard decision deciding on what clothes they're going to wear each and every day, especially women, trying to coordinate hey, hey, things. Hey, hey,
1: let's not. Well, come on, we saying, all know it's true. Let's not get the women mad at us. I'm not
2: knocking them, I'm they're just telling the truth. They're superior to
1: us in every as, means. As
2: Walter Brennan once said, no brag, just fact. So it's just fact. Women have to coordinate their whatever they're wearing, Okay. Whereas a lot of men do too, gotta to, you know check the You Ever and seen see a high school kid?
1: They got to wear the same okay. color hoodie well, and same okay. color tennis shoes. They're well, more here we color go.
2: coordinated than. Okay. Well, here we go. And I don't know what. In my closet, I've All got right. I've got jeans. I got a row of jeans, okay. And in a dresser drawer on the right hand side, I got a stack of black pocket T-shirts, a stack of them. And on the left side, I got a stack of black pocket pullovers shirts okay with a collar yeah three buttons i never have to think about what I, for years i never had to think about what i was going to wear during the week t-shirt jeans when i'd go to Sherpa's, uh pullover jeans always the same colors never we like changing. the blues brothers yeah Here's never Jake changed never had i never had we're I never the same had to, thing all the time and i never had to think about i never wasted time thinking about Oh, should I wear this today? With this, does this go with this? I don't know. do well, that's because you got never, married at age fifteen. I didn't care.
1: <laughs> well, you've been dating the same girl since age fifteen. But
2: so the thing was, is I, yeah, I didn't care. You I, I care. knew what I wear. The rest what, of us gotta look wear? good. Yeah, see, the rest I, of
1: us got to look stylish. Tom, hey, what do you mean? Your hey, idea of style is a, and jeans? Your idea a new is, is a new
2: fishing hat. Is it? That's hey, his ideal style. No, I've had this hat, the cutting edge outdoors Hat's hat. Looking I've had Pretty this.
1: ratty too. I retired mine a year years. ago. I've had this for years. I've had this for years. Mine a year ago, dude. I
2: won't retire this. Uh, I mean, once they not, get that no, kind of. No, I'll wear this until it starts falling off. You know my favorite. Impressed. My
1: favorite. Favorite ratty hat was my old Squirrels Unlimited hat, and then my buddy Troy Woodrill put it on his head when he was visiting a couple of years ago, and uh, he took off on a tirade through 50 states, and that's gone. Oh, that was no. my favorite oh, ratty hat, geez. the Squirrels Unlimited. And now they—I don't think Squirrels Unlimited—they're not exist anymore. I got to no. call Zach McClendon; he runs yeah. a Luma Marine, some type of bo- boats down there in yeah. in Kentucky. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well. Anyway. But anyway. So that's my clothes thing. That's why you always saw me in black shirts and jeans, because I never had to think about it. What are you going to
1: church today? You got a white checkered. Ever since it's it's kind of a nice looking shirt. Ever since you lost uh, weight, you got to like get some other clothes.
2: Yeah. Well. No. Ever since uh, the operation, I uh, I was wearing flannel shirts because I was supposed to, you know, without a t-shirt. Yeah. Flannel shirt because I was supposed to leave let that wound air get let air? it air. Oh, yeah. Okay, and at home I would sit there with like three buttons down and have it open so that it would constantly. Did you like there. blow
1: a hair dryer on it then? A little air? Uh, no, I didn't. This but, would be a great idea. Yeah.
2: Well, anyway, so and so I just got used to wearing the flannel shirts every day, you know, and I have a bunch of them, you know, I just never wore them a lot, you
1: know. How about some mesh jerseys? Because um, you know they breathe.
2: Yeah, I don't have any of those. No.
1: So if anybody wants no. to know what to get Tom for Christmas, if his son out there is listening, Nick, get no. your dad a, a mesh no. jersey.
2: No, they're on sale probably at uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken or Popeyes Chicken. That's what Kentucky get Fried. They won't let wait my a family. Second. You're on a diet now. They, you well, got to change. I know they won't let me eat fried foods. Uh, very little of that. And what I really want are French fries. that's what i really want (laughs) they won't let me have any of that stuff no so (laughs) you like eating like uh
1: salad and
2: uh, oh yeah yeah well not too many carrots unless they're cooked are you even cooking anymore because oh yeah i love to cook well i'm not cooking as much because i have a weight restriction so i can't lift heavier things oh really yeah i got a weight restriction then eight pounds eight pound weight restriction yeah they want to make sure those wires in that breastplate don't get pulled out, you know. Wow, eight pounds. So uh, yeah, I gotta wait for that until February. And uh, so, like, if I if there's a big pot of water, right. big kettle of water, I'm not supposed to move that from, like, the stove to the sink or the sink to the stove or whatever. I shouldn't do that. So, matter of fact, I'm making a corned beef today a big corned beef you gotta have your wife move it for you yeah i can do everything except move it from like the all the water you know because you gotta boil the heck out of it so anyway yeah it's just one of those things you deal with you know and but i'm getting better and better every day every day is something new so anyway and i thought oh here's the other thing what i thought i i saw the doctor on monday and that's when they said i could drive and first thing my wife wanted to do was go shopping of course anyway so i uh well, that's right cuz she I, doesn't drive right yeah so anyway um i, I where was i going to now i lost my train of thought yeah the weight pound
1: weight restriction no, the there cooking, was something the else. Oh, driving oh, yeah. the wires uh ah jeez Rice of tea in China.
2: I'll, I'll get back to it. I'll find myself waiting back. All those to, concussions.
1: Back. I'm telling you, we I'm took a lot that. of hits when we were kids. Uh,
2: I'll tell you. No, it, it's, I, I have found out different things after this. Like, my taste buds are different. My vision is a little bit different. My voice is different. Uh, you know, there there are certain things that are different about me, yes. And certain things that, even in my attitude towards things.
1: Well, you didn't get you, a, you know, a heart part from another person or anything.
2: No. I've heard, like, oh.
1: if you get, like, organs, like transplant from someone else, all of a sudden, you know, it can, like, change your personality. Yeah, no, you be imagine. like the person that got the, that gave you the organ. Yeah. Stranger uh, things organ. have happened, you know. Stranger things there's some have we, there's happened. There's some weird stuff. How do you know it's and an 8-pound? I mean, okay, let me ask you this time. I don't know. 8-pound weight restriction. How do you know how much it weighs unless you pick it up and weigh
2: it? Okay, at 8 pounds is it roughly about the size of a gallon of milk. Is that what
1: the doctor told yeah, you?
2: Yeah, a gallon. It. Well, I've always known that too, but that's what they said. Really? A gallon of milk is roughly eight pounds.
1: So you know what? When I had the ten-pound weight restriction on my torn tricep tendon, I think that's what the guy told me too. A gallon of milk. Yeah, that's about eight pounds. If you don't so. drink milk.
2: Well, yeah. If you don't, or a gallon of water. <laughs> yeah. Or two two uh, two-liter bottles. <laughs> how much does a bucket of min? How much does a bucket of minnows weigh? Oh, yeah. See, I bet you that's got to be eight pounds. A bucket of minnows well it depends on how big the bucket is well standard be, size bucket uh, i bet i'd say five pounds i'll bet it's more you think so it might be a standard bucket of
1: think about My the P. volume now yeah think about the volume of a bucket yeah. does that that holds at
2: least a gallon of water doesn't it i don't think the standard buck 99 ones or maybe they're 299 now like at smoky's yeah uh with the little yeah or uh, with the little blue cord on it whatever yeah I don't think that holds a gallon. I don't think so. I think that holds a lot less. Less? I think so. It's it looks like it, kind of like the so. root the, the root beer
1: glasses at A and W. They yeah, look like they hold the a bottom, lot Yeah, they look like they hold a lot more root beer than they really yeah, do. Exactly. They give you that big old mug. You tip it back once, and yeah. what happened to
2: my root beer? It's all gone. <laughs> <laughs> damn! Yeah, where's my damn root beer? <laughs> He's here, bushy, in the back of the place. I'd be in the back of here? the station wagon when Dad got the
1: Papa Burger, the Mama uh, Burger, and the. I don't know, whatever burgers we got. He always got the big papa burger at the
2: A&W in O'Connell. Uh, A&W, great places, yeah. Hey, we got to go to a break, folks. We'll be right back with more right here at uh, Sports Radio 1250 AM and 105.7 FM, The Fan.
1: Welcome back to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Hey, 799-1250 is our phone number or you can email us at CEO Guys at Yahoo.com. Yep. Fishing, hunting report, got a problem in your life you want counseling on. Tom and I can provide it all.
2: Right. And here's one thing we can provide too, Danny. What's and, that? You know, if you wanna go to a, go to a safari. Go to a safari and get like save like four thousand dollars. Yeah, isn't Dan going to call in on this? Oh, that's right. He's going to yeah. call in. Okay, okay so we'll, we'll wait for... For... Never mind. Well, but... Never mind. Let me. But 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 <laughs> don't Waukesha... worry. We will. We will tell you. Yeah, Dan's going to
1: call. Dan's going to call us. Yeah, Netflix, so. good. Good. Okay. Good, good. Uh, Waukesha County Conservation Alliance banquet, raffles and silent auction, is set for Friday, February seventh. I went there last year with our good friend Al Shook. And uh, it's a pretty cool deal. They're gonna have 23 firearms cash prizes, outdoor gear, Ontario fly and fishing trip for two, and much more. Seats are limited. Order your tickets soon. So basically dinner tickets are 50 bucks per person. Um, and if you get a big table for eight people, it's 375, and then they got these great bucket raffles. You can buy tons of tickets. Yeah. You, so, used,
2: you used to get lucky at those. I haven't
1: You're gotten. You used to. I haven't gotten lucky in a long in time. In a while, but there was a while there where you were getting hey, lucky hey, all the time. Hello, do you want to get lucky? I haven't. No, <laughs> I used to be. I, yeah, you know, I did. I won a couple guns. I should have quit while I'm ahead, but I only pay like 20 bucks here yeah, and there, yeah. 20 bucks here. So in about, I don't know, another 10 years of spending 20 bucks at every banquet I go to, I guess I'll break even on all the stuff I've won. <laughs> so maybe I quit while I'm ahead of the game. But, you know, the urge to gamble is always there. Speaking of raffles and stuff, now, I got this other thing, Tom. I In the mail, Ducks Unlimited, yeah. right? And they've got, I don't know, 50 guns or whatever, and they're talking about their fall 2019 sweepstakes. So you get, these, you get these tickets, so you can spend $35 for 50 chances, $25 for 25 chances, and something or other for 10 chances, which I think is the one that I did. But then, when you read this stuff more carefully, it says that a, the donation is not needed to be entered into the thing. So, for example, if I pay $35 for 50 chances, I could send this slip in for 50 chances without the $35, and I'd still be entered with the 50 chances. Right and, right then, the and then, if you read it, it says no more than. One entry per, I don't know, week or day. So I forget what it was. But so I, if, let's say it's per, per week. Well, I could send a 50 chance in one this week, a 50 yeah, chance in yeah. next week. So but without having to pay for without it, having to pay anything. I don't know if it has something to do with raffles or laws. So I, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> so I still sent the money because I guess it kind of shames you into sending in some money. Because what kind of chiseler would send it in without spending any? Well, I'm looking at them right now. <laughs> as a matter of fact, what kind of chiseler? But let's say you got a bunch of those chislers out there nationwide. <laughs> what uh, chance do I have? Yeah. If I just send in my ten chances for ten bucks or whatever, yeah. and send the money, what chance do I have if everybody's sending in their fifty chances and every not every week even, and not paying anything yeah. for it? I mean, yeah. I might as well just go buy a take 10 bucks and go buy a powerball ticket yeah. for gosh sake but i yeah. guess the good thing is i'm supporting ducks unlimited yes the, the you know the other thing i do tom is i'm a sucker for these things now they get you on a mailing list right yeah and it's oh, like yeah. uh, the pheasants group ducks or elk whatever yep. i get these things in the mail right and i cannot resist because so i did the i think i did the rocky mountain elk foundation one and if i'd Send my $35 in, I get a free browning knife. Yeah. And a hat. Okay. So I did. Okay. 35 bucks. See this hat here? Yeah. Yeah, they, this is a Pheasants Forever hat. Okay. Yeah, That's I got nice. suckered in on that one, too. I joined Pheasants Forever <laughs> just because I get the free stuff. Yeah. So they get you on that free stuff. Yeah. And, yeah, and the magazines think, are okay, I too. Think
2: they, I think they trade those lists or they sell lists back and forth, you know, like of all the people that have donated. So, like, if let's say Pheasants Forever will sell sell their list to, I don't know, some other outfit, Elks Forever, whatever, and then they'll send you stuff saying, "Hey, well,
1: you mm-hmm. know, we're a, nationali- well, which is we're a nationally renowned program here, Tom. The world yeah. listens to us. We're well known. We're on everybody's list," and 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 <laughs> that brings up my other what was my oh here's my other thing too. I get an early renewal from NRA right now. The thing I hate about NRA is they never put when your membership expires on the thing.
2: Yeah, that's right, they don't. And, and yeah.
1: like, you could send in and renew it in July, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden, two months later, three months later, you're getting a renewal notice, and you're like, well, wait a second, I, when do I expire? I, I could have swore I just sent that in, right? Yeah, right. So I did an early renewal, and you want to know why, Tom? Okay, why? I'm going to get a hat. but <laughs> But then when I looked at the fine print carefully it said that your renewal your renewal starts the day that they get it so that so let me interpret that tom maybe i'm misinterpreting it let's say i expire next july and i send the early renewal now i would think that that should extend me from next july to the following july but the right, way i read that right, right, it sounds right. like it doesn't no. it sounds like it starts me from now yep Till December, a year from now. Yep. So I might have got the hat, but I'm, I'm thinking if I'm reading that fine print correct, I got screwed. Yeah, I, well. I don't know. The whole world's a racket out there, Tom. Sharks. I, I, I'll tell you what. The guy has is, to watch out for himself.
2: It, it's it's all, you follow the money. Once you're you know. a string, single, straight,
1: white, wealthy landowner from Douglas County, you got a target on your back, man. Yeah. Everybody's after your money.
2: That's, yeah. Everybody's
1: after me. I... I I'm They're not gonna, after you because you wear the same old black, that's black right. plaid stuff every yeah. day. They. I'm going to be getting back into that. Can't get nothing that. from there. What? Pretty
2: pretty soon I'll be getting back to that. What? Man black, in black, black and black. Yeah. yeah, I'll be back to that pretty soon. I think we ought to pitch in and
1: we'll get you some new no, stuff. No, no,
2: I don't want new. stuff. How about stuff. for Christmas? No. What if
1: I go to Sherpers no. over there and buy you something? No. Hey, Randy no. at Midwestern Shooter Supply, yeah. you know that's a good place to actually. They got some pretty cool clothing over Do there. They? Yeah, a lot of people think just, you know, guns and bullets right, and, hun- right. and fishing gear. Um, yeah, they got kind of a rack. When you go to a Midwestern Shooter Supply, go to the right-hand side, and they got some pretty good yeah. clearance and some cool clothing. So, yeah, yeah I might have to uh, take a drive up there and spend some money.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm going to have to go up there probably in January, I think. We'll see. Have you shot at their range? Oh, yeah, yes, I have. Yeah, it's, I think there's like eight lanes yeah, I mean it's not real big, but it's big enough, you know. And they've got
1: and they've got leagues and stuff there. That I, I don't.
2: That I'm not sure if they do. I I know they uh, do uh, firearms training. You know, if you're not used to a certain type of firearm, they will. You know, if you buy it from them, they'll train you on it. Long long
1: okay. as long as we're on the subject, I'll reiterate. Last week, I mentioned the winter league announcement for WCTC. Yeah. So they got a whole bunch of good things going on out there. So you should go to their website and you can sign up. And I think their leagues are going to be beginning uh, in Jan- Sunday, January 12th. Yeah. And they run through Feb- they Run through something there. But not on Super Bowl, February 2nd. So you don't have to worry about shooting on yeah. uh, Super Bowl Sunday.
2: Yeah. Have you seen any boats on Pewaukee Lake recently? Tom, I'm just I,
1: curious. I see ice when I come home. I, 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 I get there's ice on the lake? On my side of the lake. Is
2: there really? Yeah, it's December. On the east end, there's ice. Huh? Tommy, it's cold outside. I didn't think it was that cold. I mean, but the other day it was 40 degrees, you know? Well, I see a little bit of ice. Anyway. You do. There is, huh? I just wonder if, I don't know. <laughs> I just wonder if there's any guys still going out yeah, on the I'm west sure end. I'm sure maybe
1: on the far west end there might be some knuckleheads out there trying right. to... Uh, get the elusive muskellunge, but uh i don't be. know i think most people unless you're lucky and uh you own a big garage and yeah. uh, you can keep your boat in there year yeah. round yeah and don't have to winterize it otherwise right. most people like to get that get that
2: thing put away and yeah. winterized you know this is the time of the year that is one of those when it comes to fishing at least that iffy time of the year—it's the tweener. Yeah, it's the tweener. Like yeah, John I mean, Layman used to say—he yeah, liked to the, say the tweener. The tweener. I think it's...
1: I said that once. He really picked up on it. <laughs> it's the tweener time, so it's really hard for us to get any calls with hunting or fishing reports. Well, especially the fishing ones. And you want to know why? Why is that? Because it's the tweener time. It no, is. We don't. Nobody's but, really out doing much. Yeah. Right now, there. But you know, there's
2: hunting going on. There's uh, your, your archery a hunting. Little bit, and, you know, there's a little bit. A little bit. But I think it kind of di-
1: it dies down. Yeah, yeah. people got you know. They, people, unlike me, people have lives yeah. where they have you know kids and wives, yeah, and they got to start right. doing oh, some hey. Christmas shop. Hey. And then, like you, you're driving your you know. Did did you while you drove your wife to the mall? Did you, did you sit out in the parking lot having a smoke? While you, wait oh, a second, oh, you no. can't have, sit no, in the parking lot no. and smoke. No, no, you no must more have smoking. went through about three packs of gums and, <laughs> gum no, in about no, one not hour. not Really, not really. No? But
2: I have been going through, or I was going through uh, uh nicotine withdrawal yes yeah oh yeah what are the symptoms of that nausea is one really? of really oh yeah i carry those pills with me oh they give you pills for that yeah i, I, I carry those with me just in case the, uh, nausea huh? yeah you get some headaches a little bit you know and that yeah it's and then of course the feeling like you want to go out and burn one you know oh, uh, yeah. so yeah i but actually it's it hasn't been real terrible but like you know it's it's okay i i I don't feel like going out right now, you know?
1: I guess it's to be expected because okay. you started smoking when oh you were, God. like, five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been over, over, Tom, over 50 years. Tom was years. The one back in kindergarten. Tom was the one. All his classmates could always count on him <laughs> for a light.
2: <laughs> yeah. always had that book of matches on me. I <laughs> actually know they Tom were. Tom would look- say, hey, you want to go outside and burn one? Yeah. <laughs> Wearing his little army yeah. jacket. Uh, yeah, looking there's... like a dirt ball. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was that was it. But, uh, yeah, over 50 years of smoking is uh, when you quit cold turkey. Yeah, it's uh, your system is u- used to that other stuff. But, so
1: you haven't you know, been able to get out hunting or fishing. How about your son, Nick? No. What's he been doing? Well,
2: you know, it's funny. I was going to mention when you said uh, people have lives. you got wives and kids. Now he's got a wife and he's got kids, and he did a lot of bear hunting. Went up a lot for that until he got his bear. He did get a bear. He had a lot of deer hunting, bow hunting, and gun hunting. And then his wife kind of told him she kind of put the foot down, and said, "You better start staying home on weekends." She said, "This is a family, not not a one-person oh. outfit." You oh, know? Did she say that? With oh, those yeah. Words? Did yeah, she say she, that? That
1: sounds like a classic. This is that sounds like a classic wife thing
2: to say. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this she said that. This, this is here. a family here. Family here now. And, yeah, well, and I think had, I've heard yeah. that
1: from my friends. Yeah. Yeah. Sixty yeah. years, and well, I'll I'm tell like you what. And,
2: and nick told me he says, and I, he says I get it, I understand it. This year he was gone a lot, you know, with the bear hunting too, the bear, the bow deer, gun deer, you know. Yes, I. He said I thoroughly get it, and I said hell, I says your wife ought to be happy. You aren't a duck hunter, a pheasant hunter, <laughs> I mean, See, you know, coyote hunter, all these other ones too. Oh did
1: my he God. let? Did she know what she was getting into when she oh, got yeah. married? Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. So she doesn't.
2: No, she doesn't mind. She. She's just saying that it would be nice if he, you know, if he was home a little more often. Because now, when we get into ice fishing season, he'll be gone ice fishing. But he takes the kids with him with that.
1: Well, I think my, my dad, I think he really horn really, uh, hornswoggled my mom when he married her. She had no idea what she was getting into. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she knew he hunted, and he's a farm boy from Douglas County. But he said the first year they were married, the first November of gun season... He went to get up on Sunday, the second day of season. She goes, where are you going? Said, I'm going hunting. She goes, I thought you did that yesterday. <laughs> she had no idea what she was getting into. And what you said as far as, uh, as far as taking the kids with, I remember as a kid, dad would take us way up to, uh, well, I mentioned north of Ocano, where we'd go up by Lakewood, and in, in mountain area, and he'd be out, whatever, uh, baiting bear, or doing it. He'd take the two young kids with him, yeah. right? I was maybe, I don't know, maybe eight. My brother, yeah. seven, one year young. He'd take two, two kids. And I remember we'd come home and we're, dad always made the mistake of telling her we'll be home by five. Now, why a guy ever would tell his wife, that's just asking for trouble. Just tell him, I don't know when I'm going to get home, but I'll be home.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, she'd always have the dinner ready at five. And this was pre-microwave days. Okay. And she was trying to be the good wife and have yeah. the meal. And of course, we'd be two hours late. Sure. And then when we'd come in the door, I and my brother Tim wouldn't want to eat because dad had bought us A&W. So we'd go by A&W and dad would go, are you hungry, boys? Which was a rhetorical question because he knew we'd say yes. And then that would be his excuse to eat A&W as well. So she would be outrageously angry yeah. that she cooked this dinner and we were late and didn't come. And then she'd start yelling and screaming at him about being gone all day. And he'd say, well, well." she goes, what if I'd be gone shopping all day? And, and and I remember as a little kid sitting on the couch like, I felt I was getting yelled at. Yeah, all the boys yeah. were in trouble. And he'd go, 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 go tomorrow. You can go shopping all day tomorrow. I don't care. She goes, I can't do that. I've got a baby to take care of. And then she'd go out the door and slam the door and go for a walk. Oh, and then my dad yeah. would go in and start trying to do dishes. And he'd be all, his head would be down. Oh, he'd yeah. be all bummed out. Mom's oh, yeah. all ticked off at us. And yeah. I'm thinking, you know, the guy wasn't out drinking. He wasn't carousing. and right. wasn't going to bars. He took two out of three out of, the, out of her hair for the day. Yeah. What in the wide world is she griping about?
2: Well, maybe a lady but will call adju- us and tell us.
1: She adjusted over the years. But, I think she just wore out. Yeah.
2: Well, coming up next is the gut report. And uh, by the way, if somebody will call Sam at 799-1250, call our producer Sam and tell us if you can hear like a hissing sound in the background. While we're talking, if you hear a, like a hissing sound or wave action, let Sam know. He'd appreciate it. It's, all right, it's, it's static. Tom. Yeah, that's static. the word you're looking Thank for, buddy. You, static. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. We're gonna be right back. Gut Report coming up next. Come here! I'm gonna eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. The Gut Report is brought to you by Discount Liquor. You want some, Sam, you want some really good tomato soup? Absolutely. Okay, what you do is you go to your local store, buy a can of Campbell's tomato soup, follow the directions, Mm mm-mm, delicious. That's the gut report. Hey, come on, give me a break. I just had open-heart surgery. What do you want from me? I, th- I, I, I was, like, <laughs> waiting for, like, a punchline or, like, a delivery. I'm like, oh, that's actually it. All right, there you go. Okay, no, seriously, folks, uh, avocados. I, I Now, if you heard this before, okay, I understand, but I, I got to tell you again, avocados, yeah, they might be a little pricey, but I'll tell you what, they can be so darn good. You take a piece of toast, okay, and you can butter it or not, it doesn't matter, but you take an avocado, mash it up with a, some finely diced onion, a little lime juice, a little salt and pepper, and you put that on the the toast, it's really good. Avocados, you ever have a breakfast burrito? Add avocados to it. It's excellent. Your salsa, just take an avocado, mash it up in a bowl, and add salsa to it. It changes the complexity of so many things. Avocados are not only delicious, but they're good for you. I hope you like them as much as I do. Uh, the Gut Report was brought to you by Discount Liquor, where you're going to find the best price selection and service at 51st and Oklahoma in Milwaukee and Main Street and Barstow in Barstow and Waukesha. For weekly specials, go to DiscountLiquorInc.com. <laughs>
1: Welcome back Elise. to Skipper Bud's Cutting Edge Outdoors.
2: Um, least, <laughs> Navidad. I don't know why. Sometimes weird stuff just enters my head. All
1: those concussions I had as a kid. So, anyway, we were talking about uh, clothing and yeah. Yeah. Christmas and stuff like that. Oh, before I forget. Uh, I want to thank all the uh, the fine people at this station here who spent a lot of their time out sitting in the cold at uh, the Fleet Farm yeah, yeah, and raised a lot of money for Children's Hospital. So they were all it out was... there. Yesterday on the way home from work, I texted Sparky, and I told him that uh, I would donate a half-day guided musky fishing trip. Yeah, which is at least a two hundred dollar value to the first person who uh, came in and gave him. The next person gave yeah. him a hundred bucks, and that took all of maybe two minutes. He texted me back, and they he announced it on the air. Oh, fantastic! And uh, awesome. within awesome. minutes, somebody had taken the trip. Wow! Awesome. Yeah. So, but uh, awesome. so I figured that was a quick way to raise a hundred bucks. You know, uh, so it's it, I'm basically donating my time taking somebody out free. Uh, I was going to drive down there and. Donate some cash myself, but uh, when I paid my bills last week, Tom, I get all these solicitations. St. Jude Children's Hospital, uh, Cancer Society, Salvation Army, Milwaukee Rescue Mission. So I can't say no. I sent checks to, like, every one of them, so all my charitable money was gone. Oh, it was all gone. But I figured I could donate my time, and that's a great cause. Yeah, that is. If you're yeah. going to give to a child, you know, give to... Uh, charities. I think one of the best is the Children's Hospital. Yeah,
2: they uh, yeah they raise uh, you know all the, the the gifts, the toys for kids that are in the hospitals. So yeah, it's very nice.
1: Sometimes you kind of wonder though. I guess there is a way of looking up to see how much of your money actually goes to the actual cause oh, you're there giving.
2: Are. And there are some causes that are very good, like uh, the the Red Kettle. Let's uh, head again. Uh, Salvation Army. Salvation Army. It's like the, the vast majority of the money you give to that goes to, uh, you know, to what it's intended for. A very small amount. The person who runs it doesn't make that much money. Not like you go to some of these organizations and well, the people running it are making a half a well, million that's, dollars well, that, a that's year. A thing. You know? There's
1: a lot of nonprofit, yeah. for-profit organizations out there. And I hate to say it, but there's a lot of yeah. a lot of, you get ex-politicians getting involved with some of these ex-athletes and so forth and you're thinking somebody somebody's getting paid a hundred grand a year to be an administrator for this charity in a
2: a non-profit that always kills me danny non-profit but but they make a profit to to pay everybody so they have to make a profit to pay everybody but yet they call it a non-profit well how are you getting all getting paid if you ain't making a profit? There's a lot of you know? scams I mean, out
1: there, kind of like yeah, that Clinton it, Foundation it, there. Yeah. I think that was making money. Um, oh, yeah. But, there's anyway. a, but, you know, here's the other ones that kind of bother me is that let's say someone sends you something, and you're like, okay, you know what? I'll send $20. You send them 20 bucks. Well, then over the course of the next year, you get 50 letters from them asking for m- more money. Well, basically, the 20 bucks you sent them, they've spent and postage, yeah, and postage, and material, yeah, yeah, yeah. and time, somebody yeah. sending you more crap, asking for more money. I would prefer yeah. that they send me something once a year once or a once year. every couple months, and then, then I'm more apt to send a larger donation as opposed to you get the same mailing every day.
2: Yeah, I see what you mean. Hey, so, listen, yeah. we, we're going to take an early break, Danny, because okay. uh, Sam has got to do. Sam, are you ready to do your thing? He's, he's got to do something on the board here. So we're going to take an early break. And uh, when we come back, folks, we're going to be playing the Hornschwaggle. So we need a contestant. And you don't have to call right away. You can call. In about... Sam's
1: going to be on the board fixing stuff. Yeah, he's going
2: to be fixing okay, stuff. So, so you can so call in about three or four standby. minutes. Standby.
1: You're on standby. Yeah. And what
2: can they win, Tom? Well, they get a $10 gift certificate to Carl's Country Market out there in Menominee Falls on Pilgrim Road in Silver Spring. I mean, that's the place to go for sausages and meat and all kinds of stuff they got out there. So, yeah, check them out. Carl's Country Market in Monominee Falls. But you get a $10 gift certificate if you win. So be a contestant for the Hornschwagel at 799-1250. Call in about three or four minutes. 799-1250. We'll be right back with more. Hey, guys, Barwing. Okay, we're on the air. Are you ready, Danny? Are you ready? We're back on the air. I don't hear any... Uh, any static? No. And uh, so now, folks, we need a caller to play the Hornschwagel at seven nine nine twelve fifty. Well, we got to hold off a little bit there. Oh yeah, Sam's yeah. still tied Sam, up over there. Sam's dude. still talking, but well, yeah. So just wait a just wait a, a few seconds, folks. Yeah, a few yeah. minutes. But there was a, just a little bit of uh, a technical, a little
1: bit of static there. So Sam, Sam's, technical Sam's stuff. working on it. So yeah. Hey. Um, I wanted to talk about something, though, because we're talking about, you know, gifts and clothing and all yeah, this stuff. Yeah. You see this catalog I got here? Yeah. Okay. I so. so I got this catalog, and it's a Beretta catalog. Okay. And, uh, oh, thanks. There we go. Okay, yeah. There we go. Uh, It's a Beretta. Anyway, well, are we back on? Oh, yep. well, we're ready to go. Well, maybe we'll, I'll talk about this later. Let's do the... Hornschwagel contest, Mr. Douglas. Yeah. I got a tractor to sell
2: you. All nine nine twelve fifty. That's 414-799-1250. Play to Hornschwagel. Call right now. Be the first call caller. Yep. Call now. And uh, and if you've won in the last Snooze, four to six lose. weeks, don't call. Snooze, you lose. Yeah. Let's get somebody new in here. So, I don't know. Somebody calling the hotline? What the heck? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, my... don't, I don't know how many people know that number. I don't know. I, somebody must, else must be called. Yeah, we got a caller now for to play the Hornschwagel, but now... Uh, now
1: I know why you always like to sit there. Yeah, but You now, have to be looking at the lights. I know I am. You're obsessed with the lights. I am. I'm obsessed with the I, phone. I'd rather not see lights. No? Or I, phones. No, I... A happy day for me no is I leaving my cell phone at home. Really? And forgetting it. Yeah, that's not bad either. And not having either. it with me.
2: But it's good to have it. But in case
1: everybody something expects happens. you. Oh, whatever, something you know, happens. Something, if yeah. I fall out of a tree and die, it's a good way to go for me. Okay, I don't want to <laughs> go dro- drooling in a nursing home, dude. Oh, I know. Be all by myself. It's crazy. It's going to be sad.
2: Yeah. 799-1250, Call Maybe to be a contestant of the Schwaggle. Give us a call right now. You can play. You can win that ten dollars gift certificate to Carl's Country Market uh, over there in Menominee Falls. Seven four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. See, I think people were put off a little bit. Put when off? We, when we weren't on the air, you know, yeah. there for a few minutes. Uh, gave him a chance to get a cup of coffee. So, yeah, that's what I figured, yeah. I did that. I little, took little, a chance to go
1: get a cup. A little bit of time. Yeah. So, so, I was talking about your son before. Yeah. And uh, has he been out ice fishing yet? Has he done anything? No, no.
2: No? No, he's... He's a big guy. He's he's going to wait until there's enough ice.
1: <laughs> you know. So, but does he do it a lot?
2: Is he into yeah, it? Yeah, he's really a nice fishing. He's you know, he got a new shanty last year, he got his new locator this year. He's got a new power auger. Uh, he's got I mean, yeah, oh, he's into it. Yeah. And he catches a lot of fish, too. He does he does very well. Yeah. Is he primarily panfish or pike? Mainly panfish, but he he sets tip-ups out for pike. And he catches bass and pike for him, and with the tip ups, and then he, of course, jigs for the bluegills, crappies, and perch. But he does well.
1: And, and I know we're going to go to our Connor Connor Collar for the Hornswoggle. But before we go to the collar, where was that? Wasn't there some spot he was getting big pike years ago? It was secret, and you told me. Let what me. Th- lake was that? Let me think about By it. By some little bay there. So okay. Let me think. about Think it. about that. Yeah. Okay. So who we got on the line? Uh, Dan from Menominee Falls. Hey, Dan, how are you doing? Dan from Menominee Falls. Hey, Dan. All right. So the topic for today is shotguns. And here we go. Uh, the 20-gauge is bigger than a 12-gauge. Hornschwaggle or no Hornschwaggle? Yeah, it's a Hornschwaggle. Hornschwaggle. Okay. Beretta, Benelli, and Manelli are all brands of shotguns. That's uh, Hornswoggle. Beretta <laughs> and B- Brunelli are, but not Minnelli. <laughs> Wasn't there Eliza Minelli? Yeah, yeah. She's still alive? Probably. Probably? Yeah, probably. Okay, all right. And then finally, so you're, actually you won, but let's try the next one. The average shotgun weighs 12 pounds, 9 ounces. Hornschwaggle. Yeah. Hornswoggle. All Hornschwaggles hey, today. that's how much Tommy Wade he was born. He was a big kid. When that big head came out, oh, my God, your poor mother. So, anyway, you left your uh, address there with Sam I am there. I will. Okay, we'll put you on hold. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll be talking uh, yeah. again in the
2: future. Congrats, Dan.
1: Okay. All right, Dan. Okay, Sam's going to get the address.
2: Uh, what were you just talking about? So before? I was talking
1: about Beretta a little bit, Okay and clothing so i got this catalog tom yeah and i know beretta is a i think it's italian brand shotgun they're pretty high quality yeah high-end shotgun (laughs) high-priced type stuff only like you know wealthy guys like our buddy al shook would probably have some deluxe expensive pheasant shooting shotgun although he's pretty good shot with whatever shotgun he has but Check out some of these prices on some of the clothing here.
2: Oh, it's got to be expensive.
1: Thorn resistant GTX jacket, three hundred twenty-five dollars.
2: Well, for, if it's thorn resistant, hey. For
1: a, but three hundred twenty-five bucks. <laughs> uh, check out this. This is long underwear, right? It's yeah. kind of like long underwear. The pants, seventy-five dollars.
2: Just for the pants.
1: The shirt, seventy-five dollars. Here's another one. This is an Honor Windstop quarter zip and full zip sweater. Sweaters! $185 to $195. Oh, wow. Wait till you get... Well, the hats are $25. I guess that's not too too much. Oh, here's another one. A, a shirt. Just like a regular short sleeve shirt, like a Columbia-type shirt. $80. Bucks. I mean, what are... are these things made out of gold? Boots. Oh, boy. <laughs> here's a pair of Baru- Boots. The Beretta Land 30 GTX, $548.
2: And and you know it's funny. I bet you they're made by one of the name brand companies where if you go someplace else, they're like 150. You know what I'm saying? You know, private labeled as big private label. Beretta plus
1: Zamberland, hundreds of years of experience from two historic Italian companies. Oh. Combined to create the unique, oh. no, the ultimate line of outdoor boots, designed okay. and constructed to Italian be- companies. These something. Beretta and Zamberland boots are unparalleled. Oh, so just because it's Italian, it's better than uh, better than us, our American boots. I wonder if they're made in China.
2: Do the do the Italians ship all their stuff
1: to China too?
2: They might. You never
1: know. Yeah, he might. Speaking of uh, China, yeah. I did. Uh, I wondered when these trade wars all happened, Tom, and whether or not, um, whether or not it would affect the cost of fishing gear.
2: You know, I I thought about that too, but I hadn't heard anything. You know, I had not heard anything if there was going to make a difference, because there's a a lot of fishing items, a lot of lures, especially musky lures, a lot of big musky lures are made in China. You know, they're designed here. Right. And and they got to follow certain requirements as far as what they're using, you know, materials and all that. But, yeah, a lot of them are made in China. And, uh, you know, it's a cost-effective thing, you know. They can make them a lot less there. And if a person's trying to make money. You know, our our
1: friend John Lehman was ahead of the curve years ago when he, for a long time, refused anything Made in China. Yeah, I He really, that. I think he was one that recognized that we were, uh, that we were, you know, our country was, you know, <laughs> being threatened by China. Mm-hmm. And uh, every all we hear from the media how Russia is our biggest.
2: No, no. I mean it's they're
1: China. they're, they're kind of like taken taken over. Um, but I did get something from uh, from Pure Fishing, of which I'm a member of their uh, captain's program. That on average, now this was sent to me a couple months ago, on average the price of the goods was going to go up by about 7%, I think is the number. Now I could be off on that number, but they did indicate because of some of the whatever tariffs and things we got going. But you know, a guy can still get great deals on fishing equipment. Sure. I mean, uh, in fact, matter of fact, right now, if you go to the website of... Abu Garcia, Fluger, Fenwick, any of those? Those you can—they're offering deals on some things. I, I, I'm getting emails up to fifty percent. You can get great deals on fishing equipment yeah. right now, mm-hmm. uh, or go to your retailer. I'm sure Midwestern Shooter Supply, Sherpers. Yeah, I mean, there's lots of great retailers out there. I'm sure offering great deals. So now is the time of the year to get the fishing stuff.
2: You know, another thing too is, uh, and, and, you know, we've mentioned it in the past, but uh, St. Croix, taking a ride up to St. Croix Rod Company, they have got a special section. Uh, they've got an actual store where you can buy their top of the line rods, all their different rods, uh, the ones that are perfect. And then they got an area for seconds that are not perfect, they're just as good. They got a, you know, a smudge of paint. This is a little off. Something's you know. a little. Yes, yeah, yep. it's, it's not perfect. And you get those for like half price. You can you get some really. And then they got some that are really cheap. But you can get some awesome deals. Really well, good deals. They
1: used to have the lifetime warranty, yeah. guarantee. And yeah. now <laughs> I hear that's not quite. No, they, now
2: it's limited lifetime. But warranty.
1: I blame, I don't blame St. Croix. Uh, I blame a lot of people that you know a lot of people take advantage of things in this world oh, yeah. where just cuz it's got a lifetime warranty they'd have their rod for 20 years and then finally close the tip in the in a car door and try and send in and get a brand new yeah. brand new rod and there's a lot of and that's a lot of people right. I don't think that's right if you broke it cuz of your own screw up
2: you don't, own it. That's don't blame right. the company, but no. people
1: will be like, "Oh, you get another free one. Yeah, oh, send right. it in." Well, and, and, this, and then so no, yeah. no wonder they can't afford to do that. Plus, right. they got to
2: compete against the Chinese. Right. Remember when I told you how I sat on uh, my brand new Fenwick and it had <laughs> a not, lifetime you tell warranty. Me that story? Yeah. Well, anyway, maybe I'll tell you after the break. What I'll tell you what. I'll save this for after the break. Yeah, I'll save it. It'll so, Sam, Breaking news story. Sam says we should go to a break, so uh, we'll go to a break, all right? All right. All right. This, good. This is the Skipper Buds, Cutting Edge Outdoors on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Stay tuned for more with Dan Bush and me, Tom Newbauer. Sam's on the board.
0: The following is paid commercial programming. The content and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi. And every river, lake, and field in between. Let's talk everything outdoors. All aboard!
1: Ha <laughs> ha!
0: You're on the crazy train! ha! <laughs> Welcome to the Skipper Bud's Cutting Edge Outdoors. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on Sports Radio 1057 FM, the fan
2: well 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 folks we are so glad that you're joining us this morning uh, so it's going to be a, a a nice weekend. Traffic uh, is yeah, light like and variable, variable on, on the choke up there. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's Dan Bush. I'm Tom Neubauer. We come to you every Saturday morning from six to eight a.m. We are live. We are unrehearsed. So, and this is partly your show too. So, if you want to get in touch with us, and you got a comment or a topic or whatever. Uh, 414-799-1250. That's 799-1250. Give us a call. Or you can always email us live at the Smokey's zinbox at ceoguys at yahoo.com. You know, some people are afraid to go on the radio, and they just want to email instead. We don't do the texting. We don't do the tweet, tweeping, turking, ter- whatever they call this stuff. Tweeting. Tweeting, yeah. all this Whatever. Twerking. Maybe not twerking. I think I remember what that is. You're too Anyway. Older. I, no, I know what You're that too old is. To twerk. Nobody wants to see <laughs> No, you I'm twerk. not gonna. I'm not gonna twerk. I no way. I I I break something. But anyway, uh, <laughs> we are here every Saturday morning from six to eight a.m. And we do enjoy it when uh, you give us a call and got some topics or questions or comments. You know, we do appreciate that when you do call. But anyway, um, where we're, oh yeah, I was gonna tell you uh, this is many years ago, back in the early '70s, I. Uh, I, I was up north in Boulder Junction with one of my friends, and I bought a brand-new Fenwick musky rod. And back then, they were all pool, pool cues, you know? They were right. all five-and-a-half foot. Amazing how yeah. they
1: wanted to just have that
2: heavy. Yeah. That's all they were. Well, anyway, so we were on Palmer Lake, and right outside of Boulder Junction across the road from High Lake, and uh, it was drizzling out, and we had a sucker out. Uh, I had that on a St. Croix glass rod. Had a sucker out with that, and I was using the the new Fenwick to cast with. Now the Fenwick had a lifetime warranty, and as we're casting, all of a sudden my bobber takes off, and that's the day of the J hook, you know. One, yeah, let him hook, swallow it, let, let him it take go it. for a half an hour or whatever. Yeah, okay. So anyway, so it comes time to set the hook. Well, I stood up and I reefed into that thing, you know. I gave it a good one, and I slipped. And I sat, because the Fenwick was between two seats. You, you, you pulled a Gillespie? Yeah, I sat right on that rod, broke it in half. I, I, did, I did get the fish, though. I did get the muskie. He broke the rod in half. But broke the rod in half. And my friend says to me, he says, well, don't worry about it. He says, you can send it back to Fenwick, get a new one. And I said, Fenwick didn't do anything. I did. I broke it. Not Fenwick. Right. And he says, yeah, but so what? He says, just say, uh, you know, whatever. He said they'll give you a new one. I said no, I can't do that. I said no. I'm, I'm proud no of you, way. Tom. No, yeah, I, and I agree with you. That that's one of the reasons where a lot of people would—they'd send it back, say, "Oh, They'd I broke it doing this, that, whatever," you know.
1: Take it. Take advantage. You know, kind of like the guys in Strange Brew when they tried to claim they had that mouse in the beer. Yeah, <laughs> you know.
2: Yeah, give uh, us some uh, free after, beer.
1: After that, you know, the old, uh, what was the name of that brewing company? They they quit offering free beer for uh, for bad ones. Yeah, what the heck
2: was the name of it? The... Oh, that's going to drive me Seven nine
1: nine twelve fifty. 799-1250, nah, yeah. give us the name
2: of the... Oh. come to me in a... It's, s- it's on the tip of my tongue, and I just can't think uh, of they it. They lived in the a anyway. big castle up there. Yeah, anyway. Hockey Did you ever see that, Sam? And, no. Uh, Strange you know, Brew? i maybe try to look it up, though. Um, was it uh, uh, Yeah, you can look it up. Strange Brew. Uh, something or other Sprecher. Uh, um, uh, um, um, Blatt, not Blatt's. <laughs> heimer uh, But that's a movie you should watch. Forstheimer. Sam. You should watch that movie. Oh, Uh, if if somebody wants to call us and tell LeBlats, no, not LeBlats. Hickenlooper. Okay. We got, we got some, we got some (laughs) phone calls. Somebody's going to tell us the name of that thing. Either that or going to say, why don't you guys shut the heck up about this stuff? Elsinore. Elsinore! Oh, oh it was on the tip you. of my tongue? Elsinore. Elsinore! Oh,
1: geez, I almost oh. married a girl named Elsinore. <laughs> Elsinore. How could I forget? Oh, thank Elsinore. you, whoever that be. Courtesy of
2: Jason. Thank you, hey, Jason. and Jason. You know our, uh, our listeners our intelligent are great. listeners. See now, We've Jason got, saw our, the
1: movie. Our, our our listeners are greatly knowledgeable. Tom, Elsinore. Elsinore. Elsinore, not Elsinore. Elsinore. No, it's not Elsinore. It's Elsinore. It's Elsinore. I, I say, said I dated Jason, a girl named a. Elsinore, and you picked up on that a. in your brain. Jason, Jason better Elsinore. call I, I was joking. and I said I dated a girl named Elsinore, and now you're saying Elsinore Well, over that's there. what
2: I said in the beginning, Elsinore. No, wasn't it Elsinore? Or it's or was it Elsinore? Elsinore. It wasn't I Elsinore. Don't know. I think it Elsinore. was. A, I think it had an I in there.
1: There's no I there, in there?
2: There's yeah. an I in there. Yeah, there is an I in there. He just looked it up. Really? How Does it's, it show the pronunciation? It says Elsinore. But they it says it Elsinore. They said Elsinore.
1: Elsinore.
2: Elsinore.
1: They just sloughed it all together and skipped that vowel. E E L S I, just like you don't say K and knucklehead. That's right. You don't say the I and L. He's got the
2: he's got the the thing the dictionary. I
1: don't know about the pronunciation, but there is an I in there.
2: Yeah, Elsonar. I'm sticking to my guns, and
1: that's it. I will not accept
2: the fact that I'm wrong. See, nobody believes me. What is this? Well, you're so
1: frequently wrong, Tom. Frequently there the last so.
2: time I was wrong, I was I was wrong that I was wrong, actually. Yeah. So
1: <laughs> you know, you were talking about setting the yeah. hook yeah. and falling down. Oh yeah.
2: That, well it was raining out.
1: It was I was drizzling. It was I'll, wet. I remember an episode of John Gillespie's Water and Woods where I think he went to set the hook with a sucker and he was with <sighs> Pete Mena. And he
2: fell backwards in the Yeah. Boat. And did he hit the ground or did Pete catch him? No, he was down in the, in the boat. Went down? He went, I'm almost positive he went down in the boat and then was standing up again. And, Can you imagine oh if a guy God. went right over the side of the oh, boat? Oh, I could imagine that. I could imagine that. A guy going right over the side you know, of the boat. You
1: know, you, you know my, our buddy Jim Komar, who was yeah. in and filled in for you years ago. Um, I was out at the uh, sports dock in Pewaukee having grape knee high one, one evening. And this was in spring, about May. It was really cold out. And I looked out by the rock bar out there in front of Sports Dock, and I saw a boat. And somebody says, yeah, he goes, uh, he says, uh, I think it's uh, Jimmy and Tommy. And he goes, I think it was actually Steve, Jim's brother. And he goes, and I could have swore to God, I think someone fell overboard a while ago. And I'm like, nah, you're seeing things. So, <laughs> well, 45 minutes later, Tommy and Jimmy come walking into the into the bar and squeeze squish 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 Jimmy's soaking wet so what happened was is he went to set the hook I think he was working his refog right yeah and he went to set the hook and a rod went out of his hands it was cold and it was out like, feet in front of him going away from him yeah and you know jimmy's all a four foot eight so he went to reach out and try and grab it and went face first overboard wearing full winter clothes oh no tommy's in the other side of the boat looking the other direction he hears a big splash and the boat starts rocking he just turns around and goes what the hell are you doing (laughs) and all jimmy could do is go Cold, cold, cold. And oh. and thank God Tommy was, you know, bench pressing four hundred and fifty pounds at that time because he had to grab Jimmy wasn't the leanest back then either for four foot eight. He kind of packed a lot of lot of a lot of mass on dents on that frame. So Tommy had to grab him and hoist him back onto the big boat. It's not easy getting not back easy, on the got boat. Got him it's back on the boat. But yeah, he easy. literally went overboard. Oh wow. I almost have you ever had anyone go overboard in your boat?
2: Yeah, but for a different reason. I uh, well, was in my boat, uh, and he uh, he 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 had this funny look on him, and he goes, "Oh, shoot!" That's not exact words, right? He said, oh. and and he just had these eyes off in the distance, like, "Oh, shoot!" And he jumped out of the boat, put his you know dropped his rod and jumped out of the boat, and I said, "What's the matter? What are you doing?" And now he's holding on to the side of the boat. Uh, he had a stomach issue attack. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I know. And he jumped out of the boat and he went right then and there. So then he had to take off his pants and his underwear while he's in the water and kind of rinse them out, rinse them all out, and then put them back on. <laughs> Get back in the boat. And I went, "Oh my god!" Was this? Uh, I <laughs>
1: so he had what I like to call in Sam. I used to call this an alien moment. Yes. You ever see the movie, which one? I think it was called Aliens with yeah. uh, Signori Weaver. Yeah. Where oh, the, yeah. the guy's sitting there and all of a sudden that his stomach starts going, yep. this Just, and that, and yeah. all of a sudden comes out. Yeah. That's yeah. what I call an alien movement. Yeah.
2: Where all of a sudden yeah. it's like, uh oh. oh. Something's, something's and, about ready to erupt. Yeah. That was, well, he. With er- no warning. Yeah. He erupted, but he, at least he jumped. Was he a in- client? No, a he friend. was uh, a, a very good acquaintance. Very well, thank good God acquaintance. it wasn't winter or cold. No, or it, was like that. It, it was, was summertime. It was nice out. It was nice out, but oh my. He just dropped oh. his rod and jumped over. It just just jumped over. Jumped and, in. And he was holding onto the side of the boat with this look of relief on
1: it. You know. <laughs> oh, that was terrible. One of the most scared I ever was years ago was uh, I was fishing on Lake Seminole, Georgia. I booked a guide. I was down with my. With my buddy Tim Coleman, we went drove up from uh, where, uh, Fort Walton Beach, Florida, and I found this guide to go fishing on for bass fishing. Mm-hmm. Well, it's morning time, right? And my stomach, you know, oh man, it was terrible. And and finally, I couldn't stand it no more. I said, "Take us to the shore." I mean. I'm, we're seeing alligators, right? Along the, and we're <laughs> and seeing snakes. And there's poisonous snakes, poisonous, poisonous snakes, yeah. water moccasins. And there was no really good clear. It wasn't like there was a park-like area. You're going off in the bush, and I'll tell you what—that was the quickest alien moment I've <laughs> ever had because I couldn't wait to get back on that boat. Yeah, oh, when you oh, got to go, imagine. you got to go. Desperate times yeah. cause Des- for <laughs> desperate measures. I told you the time my brother shot a deer one time. He was up in a tree, and he's in this marsh near Oshkosh, right? And he just—he'd been sitting there for hours, not seeing a thing. So he felt like crap. So finally, he—he he c- climbed on down, and in the in the swamp, and he gets done. And he says, "The wind is blowing, you know, downwind of him, yeah, fifty yards away, a big doe stands up and looks in his, what's <laughs> in his direction, right." So his (laughs) pants are still down. He grabs his shotgun, boom, drops it. Wow! Pulls up his pants and goes over and gets the deer, and he's he's a firm believer that the innocent as it was downwind and it was a pretty yeah pretty yeah kind of a rotten uh, it, that that the deer was bedded down thinking <laughs> like ooh what's that? <laughs> what's that? <laughs> and looked in his direction. That's funny. Maybe that's what a guy has to do: get a little container. You know, they got all these scents, right? Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. you get something like a rotten scent that you yeah. puff on that makes the deer just hey. stand up out of their bed. They can hide no longer. They can't stand it
2: i got a question for you guys yeah see if you know this trivia question i know everything tom all right shoot in an egg you got the white part and the yellow part let's say a hard-boiled egg okay Uh, white and yellow okay which one and you know a lot of people you know when they eat eggs they have uh bad gas okay smelly gas which one gives you the bad the smelly gas the white part or the yellow part is this some kind of a yolk no i don't (laughs) know okay no what Uh, do you think did there Hey. What do you think? I'm ignoring him. Which one? <laughs> which one gives you, gives you the gas? The smelly gas.
1: I don't know, Tom. Wait, let me take... Well, you got a 50-50 Whatever chance. Whatever you go with, I'm going with the opposite. So it's <laughs> so like one of our football-picking... Right. Con- we're going to yeah. have a contest. So we're going to try and win.
2: Because whoever's going to guess this... Go on. Uh, I'm guessing that it's the yellow part. Then so I will go with the white. Part. Yeah, most people think it's the yellow part, but you're right; it is the white part. Oh, right the away, Sam. Well, believe it or not, yeah. but most people while. think it's the yellow. part, Well, don't part, but a lot of not.
1: people when they're on diets will only eat the white part? Yeah, only. Yeah. Why is that? What's wrong with I the don't yellow know.
2: part? You know, you hear about these, these egg, nutrition white omelets, egg white <laughs> <and it's>, omelets, egg white omelets. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. What's wrong so with the yellow part? The yellow part tastes good. I like I like soft boiled eggs. You know, the yellow part. I think is isn't that like a chicken embryo though? yeah whatever when you think about
1: it that's a little gross but yeah. it's not yeah. really an embryo because it hasn't been fr- yeah it hasn't been or wait a
2: second yeah it has i don't know how
1: else does the chicken lay the eggs
2: i don't know well that's just Do they need I... a rooster for that yeah no, I don't think... which yeah. one
3: came first
2: oh i can the i i know which biology one came first. <laughs> i can guarantee you i know which one came first the chicken or the egg is that what you're asking yeah, the chicken came first that's what, I, God, that's what I think, Because God created all the animals and all that. He had, to, he had to create a chicken before there could be an egg. He isn't going to create an egg. Yeah, I He's got to create the chicken. Well, first. How about the Big Bang Theory, though? Oh, screw that. Who the hell knows about Big Bangs? Come on, you're talking billions of years well, you, when ago, you think about that are that are big, talking big, about... When you think yeah, about that Big Bang like they, Theory, they, they, they that's talk like of, me
1: saying, I uh, put this coffee cup on this counter... Like, a billion years later, it's going to be a living organism yeah, or something. Right. Yeah, yeah. When you really
2: think of the odds of yeah. that and whole... I'll t- uh, hey, and here's one other quick thing before we go to a break, okay? Yeah. One other quick thing. You know, they say how we're descendants from monkeys, Right. Well, maybe you are. No, no. We're we're supposedly descendants from monkeys. Well, I got it, you know, through, uh, what do they call that? Uh, uh, Evolution, (laughs) I think it's the opposite. I think some monkeys
1: descended from people I know. Okay,
2: so anyway, so through evolution, we're descendants from monkeys. Then let me ask you a question. Why are there still monkeys? If we evolved from monkeys... There shouldn't um, be any more that's monkeys. That's one of the most
1: profound things I've ever
2: there, heard in there my shouldn't, life. There shouldn't be any monkeys. Hey, Sam, you just went to college. Explain that, school yeah, guy. explain huh? that one. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I Mr. Okay. Liberal Arts here. College <laughs> <guy>.
1: <laughs> You've been brainwashed. Okay.
2: Okay, <laughs> folks, coming up next is the NFL football picking contest, of which you will win a $10 gift certificate to Curly's Waterfront Pub on beautiful Pewaukee Lake. Curly's is the place to go for fun, good drinks, good food. It's a great place. So, you or- know, oh, we got a caller already. 799-1250. Right like you know, people like that guaranteed yeah. win thing. Oh, this is a guarantee. Well, I mean, all you got to do is beat us or tie us, and the only way there's a chance is if all 3 of us pick the same and you pick different. Can you call the no-name bookie today and let's get a hot bet for this weekend? All right. All we'll right. call him after after this contest, okay, all right? Good. All right, call us right now, 799-1250. We'll be right back with more. He's Dan Bush. I'm Tom Neubauer. Sam Schmitz. On the, it's not Schmitz. It's Schmitz. I got to remember. No, it is Schmitz. It is Schmitz? There's yeah. no S-H. There's no- That's S-C-H. Oh, there is a S-C-H? Yeah, it's a weird spelling. I, that I didn't write that down. Where's my pen? Eh, we'll figure it out during the commercial break. You can borrow no. mine. I got another one, it but it's
1: right in front of you I forgot. Oh, name. there it is. <laughs> kind of like,
2: where's my glasses on my head? All right, those
1: concussions. I'm we'll... Telling
2: you. Okay, we'll be right back. Danny, you know what time it is, right? It's time. Time for the NFL football picking contest. Time for you to get a watch. Yeah, uh, all right. Uh, uh, okay. Are, who's our, our contestant? Is Ray from Milwaukee? Yes, sir. Okay, good morning, Ray. Yeah, morning. Hey, yeah, how you right. doing today? I'm doing good. That's good. I'm glad to hear that. All right, so we're going to do the Packer game, guys. Yep, and what's the spread, Sam?
4: Uh, Packers are favored
1: by 12.5
2: points, 42 Ooh. over under. Ooh, uh, a 12.5 point spread. Who do you like, Washington with the 12.5 points or the Packers?
5: I'm going Green Bay all
2: the way. All right, Danny. Uh,
1: with 12 and a half points, you got to go with Washington.
2: <laughs> Sam,
3: <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. Sam, I'm going I'm I'm to go Packers. I mean, NFC East is just terrible division this year.
2: They, they are terrible, but you don't know what Packer team is showing up. I'm going to go with Danny. I'm going to go with right. Washington I'll and the you. point. I mean, I, Packers will win.
1: It's crazy to think that the Redskins are still uh, in contention yeah. for a well, playoff spot. What are they? Just three and eight, guys. Yeah. Who would have thought that the Chicago Bears would beat oh, yeah. the Dallas
2: Cowboys? Oh, I think a lot of people knew that. No. I don't know. Well, but next any.
5: week, Green Bay plays Chicago.
2: Yeah, oh, next man. week. That's, that's going to be a big that's game. That's going to be a game, man. That's going to be a game, right? I, I think
5: that's that... the Green Bay, I mean, uh, Chicago <laughs> has to win or they'll be done. That's their Super Bowl, basically. Yeah, yeah, that's, that, yeah that is that's their, their Super, Super
4: Bowl. That's
2: right.
0: The
5: quarterback's playing better. I mean, I'm, I'm a Green Bay You know, I want Green Bay all the way, but I think
2: next week will be a tough game. It'll be a good game. Well, Trubisky will take whatever the Packers give him. He'll take those short underneath passes and that. He'll take those all day long and go right down the field. they got to stop it.
1: Well, I think uh, even when the Packers were crummy back in the Forrest Gregg days and the Bears were great in the Mike Ditka days, the Packer-Bear game didn't matter what the records were. Those were always tough, tight games.
2: Yeah, they are.
1: All so, well, right.
4: That's what you want to see, right? I mean, you want to see a yeah. Tough you want to see a good game. game. That's what I like. Yeah,
2: see a good game.
4: Well, Ray, I'm hoping I can win this. I'm hoping I can oh. win this certificate. Oh,
5: watching that
2: you... Curly's. Well, see. You, you are guaranteed to win because all you have to do is tie us or beat us, and you're going to tie us at because least. one of us at least yeah. screwed up, in fact. Yeah. It would be Sam yeah. and Tom were the appreciate. ones. Yeah.
1: yeah. So when we put you on hold, Sam will get your address, and uh, Tom will get that out to you.
2: Right. All right. Yeah, good luck to you, Tom, after your surgery. Oh, thank you very much. I all appreciate right. it, Ray. Thanks, Ray. Thanks okay. for listening, buddy. Yeah, Bye now. Yeah. Take- all right. So, yeah. that yeah, this is uh, next. Well, yeah, the Packers are going to win tomorrow. But. I, I don't I don't think they're gonna cover that 12 twelve and a half points.
1: Yeah, you I know Packer so. Bear games, you I mean they're, they're that's gonna be a good one. Those games I remember Packer Bear game memory. I was deer hunting up in Marinette County and I came in Sunday afternoon into the farmhouse there just to kind of warm up and the Packer game was on and I watched live as Charles Martin Body, body slammed. slammed. Oh, I remember that. Oh, my God. Body slammed. Uh, yeah. Body slammed uh, McMahon. Yeah. And uh, then I remember, I don't know if it was, I think a different game where <laughs> uh, Matt Suey caught a quick little swing pass, I think it was, for the Bears. And, and Kenny Stills, I think he dropped the ball. And Kenny Stills hit him about thirty seconds later, going hundred miles an hour. Yeah,
2: and just nailed him. He was, Kenny Stills was, uh, I guess, a lot of guys called him a dirty player. You know, they, he was
1: played for Wisconsin. Yeah. In fact, uh, he's I think he's Gary Ellerson's uh, buddy. I I think uh, I've heard. I think I heard Gary mention Kenny Stills. I don't know if they yeah. were went to school. Uh, yeah, I don't know.
2: I similar time, I probably at
1: Wisconsin, maybe not or Florida.
2: Know, down, down there, Florida. What? I think they, no, where, they went.
1: Th- they were Badgers, Tom. He, Kenny, they p- played for the Wisconsin Badgers. Uh, that's uh, yeah, where, right. That's where I, he would know them, And they right. both played for the Packers. But
2: I thought they came from like the same. I remember area. when
1: I remember when I no
2: they, they, Kenny. I don't know. Ellerson's from Georgia, dude. Yeah, that's where I thought the other guy was. You just Stills. said Florida. Yeah, well, I get confused.
1: Get confused, like <laughs> my grandpa used to get confused.
2: Oh my, my so, you God! You know, my oldest boy Chris, he played against uh, Kenny Stills. Uh, yeah, doing there, the, there flag was, yeah, the flag football league. Yeah, the
1: flag football league. And didn't he get in trouble for something because yeah. he stomped on yeah, my somebody? My
2: son said that. Yeah, he was a dirty player then too in in flag football.
1: I worked when, yeah. I, when I worked with Kenny Stills I was managing yeah. the Northridge Valley. And uh, anyway, uh, I told him, I said, "Man, I, I joked with him. I said I loved it. I loved it when you uh, hit that hit, hit him with that late hit." He just laughed. Yeah. And one time we were all out having some grape knee highs, and a buddy of mine, uh, Tim Kamen from Kenosha, challenged Kenny Stills to a foot race. So they set down their beers and went outside, and uh, they lined up for a, a 40 yard race. So I lined up next to him. So I thought, okay, we're all going to run. So my buddy Jim, Jim White goes, ready, set. Kenny Stills cheats. He, he jumped. He jumped ahead of really? both of us. Yeah. But I took up the chase, and by God, I was right on his heels at the 40-yard yeah, mark. Yeah, yeah. Timmy never, Timmy never ran, but uh, yeah. So I figured out pretty good. I kept up pre- pretty good with him. But Kenny Stills was never known for his blazing speed. He was a good – he was. He knew how to – he played the position. He was a smart player, and he was a hitter. They yeah, put he for- was a hitter. Forrest Gregg got fed up, and he put Stills and Tiger Green in there as safeties years ago because he was yeah. fed up with the uh, weak defensive right, play, and they at right. least would hit someone.
2: Who do you got on the line, Sam? Chris from Greenfield. All right. Hey, good morning, Chris. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you doing today? Yeah, we're doing good. How about you?
5: I'm doing real good. Good. You guys seem like really smart, worldly guys, so I figured I'd give you guys a call and try and get this question in.
2: Okay. All right. Tom's watching, your
1: man. Watching
5: sport- yeah, watching the sports games, and I have a big Spotted Cow fan. I drink a lot of Spotted Cow. Okay. But the next day when I wake up, I got really bad gas, and it smells like kid poo-poo, uh, baby poo-poo. Is there? Am I doing something wrong? I got to drink more
2: whiskey or what? Yeah. Yes. Get rid of the spotted cow. Drink more
1: bourbon. I got the perfect thing for you. Go to the store, and you can go to uh, uh, the uh, Woodmans. Go to Woodmans and pick up. It's called Cafe Rumba. C a f e r u m b a. It's in an orange bottle. And uh, give us a call next week. Tell us how you like it.
2: Okay. Uh, All right, or All right. Thank you. or or, or, good. or just start drinking bourbon. Nah, <laughs> bourbon's bad for you, Tom. Any kind of whiskey is good. Any kind of yeah, any kind of whiskey, it's good for you. It's good for the digestive what do you mean? system. Bad? Oh no, it's good for you. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. No. Oh yeah, no. that's what I heard. I'm a firm believer. All right.
1: Thank only, you for calling. Only people should drink milk. Actually, yeah. This yeah. we're a family show. Hey, speaking Everybody's of a cutting family... edge outdoors, we only propose drinking water. Yeah, in a dirty glass. And milk.
2: Speaking of a family show, we got what? an email here from Dennis. Dennis says, I often thought that Blats was named after the sound you make after drinking it. Many a butt cheek were raised from a tavern stool way back when. Okay, Dennis, maybe that you were the only one. You know, <laughs> maybe that's why you remember it. I mean, he blasted so hard his feet came off the ground. I guess, yeah. <laughs>
1: Okay, This show's really going down. I don't know. You know. Maybe we can talk yeah. a little a little fishing or something yeah, you know, here, Tom. And You know, well, kind of yeah. like, Sam, what do you got?
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't look at me. No, you know what's <laughs> what, what's, what's weird? I'm, I'm just going through the email stuff here, see if we got another in which we don't. Um, you know, I was thinking about this last night, how, well, and then we brought it up today about this being a tweener time of year for fishing. Yep. And, and it's like, but one of the things... That my son asked me, and he says this was this fall when we were fishing this fall, and he said, "Where the heck are those damn bass? Where did those bass go in the fall? Where do they go in the fall?" And I and I kind of explained to him what where they could be, okay, because lakes are big lakes. There's right. a lot of room. Big lakes. And I said they could be here, they could be there, but you got to you got to look for them, you got to search okay. for them, and you, but you will always find. Okay. I was thinking back when I was younger and fishing in tournaments. Right. The fall tournaments that I won, I only won with a couple of fish. I was fishing the same way I would fish, let's say, in the summertime, all right? Fishing under the docks in the shallow water, looking for weeds. But, But I would catch a few fish because there weren't a lot of fish in shallow water. In the fall, there's not a lot of them in shell, but there's always a few strays. So you wouldn't and I would pick up ca- the strays. I would c- catch a few of the two or three of these strays and have enough to win. You know, so I wasn't all that adept at finding those big schools. Every now and then, yeah, you, you know, everybody gets lucky, finds you know a squirrel, get, finds a nut, blind squirrel finds a nut once in a while, right, right? But every now and then, I would find you know that that school of decent fish in deeper water. Yes, that did happen once in a while, but it was not the rule okay cuz you got to spend time looking for them why don't people ice fish for bass That's a good question i mean i know people we catch them by accident you should have oh my granddaughter last year caught her first bass through the ice on a tip up all by herself she pulled that line right up and there was a nice 15 16 inch bass at the other end uh, they were on bass's bay cuz i would think over on Big e- i would
1: think even when you're if you're targeting uh walleyes, you'd pick up more bass now and then. Every now and, um, and then people I do, can understand yeah. pike if you're using a big steel leader. Yeah, I get it. But yeah. otherwise, if you're finessing pike and fluorocarbon leader yeah. and golden shiners. Years ago, <clears throat> I went to uh, went to fish on uh, Como. Mm-hmm. I And Ron Johnson. Sure. I and Ron Johnson. When we were uh, roommates years ago, mm-hmm. we went to Como and we set tip-ups. And uh, we were getting flags like crazy. In fact, kind of a funny story. He had a buddy with him who'd never really fished much. And we're throwing a football around. And in between, he looks and points. And we a flag is sticking straight up and the spindle's spinning. And this guy points and goes, hey, does that mean anything? And get this, <laughs> he was just getting ready to go to the FBI. And I said, oh, yeah, some <laughs> yeah. FBI agent, you'll be trained observer. <laughs> hey, does that mean anything? Well, yes. Uh, but we yeah. were told okay. that some guy about, uh, about the week before had caught a nine-pound bass. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know whether to believe it or not. And then by coincidence, I was at a guy's house in Kenosha whose dad is a taxidermist. And uh, he said, yeah, some guy brought in a nine-pound bass a couple weeks ago from Como. So it was true. Guy got a nine-pound
2: bass through the ice, and you know, and I and I personally remember that story from way back when. I remember that, and and that's where Como got its reputation. One big fish, because Como is not a great bass lake. I mean, there's bass in it, and there's pike in it, and there's bluegills in it, but it's not a great lake. It's a shallow lake, really weedy, yeah, really weedy. Got a bunch of reeds around, you know, and it's shallow. It's it's not a great. Lake, you know, I wouldn't, I, I was there once and I thought, well, this lake is an great. I and, and Ron Johnson went and fished
1: it one hot summer day yeah. and it's, it, it, it basically, like it was not good. We no, did not, he was trying but, to finesse in the thick stuff. Yeah. I remember I was tired. I just yeah. laid down in the back of the boat. It was like a hundred degrees yeah. in July. Yeah. The but, other lake,
2: the, but that one big bass gave it its reputation, you know, yeah, one big one. Yeah,
1: and then the other lake that had a reputation for big bass was Whitewater
2: Lake. Oh, and, and that's well-deserved. I've caught a lot of big bass out of that lake. I won, matter of fact, in a three-year stretch. They had tournaments out there, right. like 50, 50 boat tournaments. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, they were all individual draw tournaments where it's a two-day, right. two-day, two-day tournament and you fish with a different guy each day. And the first two, I won, and the second, and big bass in both. And then the third one, the third year in a row, I came in second with second biggest bass. So, But I did a real good stretch out there, and yes, lot, and it still has a lot of nice fish in Okay, lake. so let not me ask you one. this, Tom.
1: Yeah. Southeastern Wisconsin, you want to get, like, uh, not numbers, but you want to get a trophy giant largemouth. Which lake would you go to?
2: Well, I'll tell you, Danny, there's a lot of lakes. Let's put it this way. Every, just about, I would say just How about every lake. if you lake, it down to three? Well, just about every lake in our area in southeastern Wisconsin has some big fish in it, has a okay. few big fish in it. Granted, some lakes will have uh, more of the smaller fish. Some lakes will have more of the medium fish. But every lake will have some big ones in it. I know I've caught big fish out of Nagawicka, out of Pewaukee. Pewaukee's got monsters in it. Uh, uh, Oconomowoc Lake, uh, uh, Whitewater Lake. Uh, There's a number of lakes. Which would be the easiest to fish? Well, none of them are going to be easy to catch monster bass, but if I was looking for a really big bass, smallmouth or largemouth, I'd have to say Pewaukee Lake. They got monsters. Live bait or artificial? Oh, I only go artificial. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah, always. We got to take them. Break. Time for a break. Oh yeah, we're a little behind, but that's all right folks. We're going to take a short break and Danny and I will discuss more stuff about fishing. So but if you want to get involved, 799-1250 is the phone number. We'll be right back with more. Who, who, who does this? Uh,
1: the grassroots. Yeah, that's it. That's nice,
2: eyes. Classic too. Yes,
1: classic. Damn t- Welcome back to Skipper Bud's Cutting Edge Outdoors. Hey, 799-1250 is the number if you got a hunting or fishing report. This is kind of a tweener time of year, so as far as a whole lot of reports coming in, we all kind of have a leg. But uh, Tom and I will try to... Uh, Talk a little fishing, a little hunting here. And uh, we were talking about bass. And we were talking about where you'd go as far as getting a a big bass, and you kind of mentioned.
2: Pewaukee is a good lake.
1: Okay. Now, I mentioned specifically largemouth. How about smallmouth?
2: Pewaukee again. They got monsters in that lake, I'm telling you. Monster smallies, monster largemouth, they got them. As a matter of fact, on the east end of Pewaukee, there's some real monster largemouth. And you find more of the monster smallmouth on the west end, but because uh, you know those those bass. Let's how many people do you see fishing the the east end, the shallow end? Not a lot because it's so weedy, you know. Right. And those fish just they just keep growing in there. They got plenty of food. There's plenty of bait for them to eat, and uh, they just they just get big and fat and sassy. My my heaviest bass I ever caught was from the east end of Pewaukee. And uh, so, yeah. What it,
1: would you estimate the weight on that? Was that one you said that it one might was, have been 7 it, pounds Oh, or it, it had
2: to be. It was 23 and a half inches, and it was on the cover of a magazine, and I didn't have to hold it out. Okay. You, you, you could see my elbows bent. I'm holding it next to me. It was a huge fish, and it had to be 7 pounds, but I didn't want to exaggerate and say for sure, but I know it was over 6. What but, did you catch it on? Uh, spinner bait. Spinner bait, okay. Yeah, big spinner bait. What do you got there, Sam? JC and Heartland. Hey JC, what's going on with you, my friend? Hey, not much,
5: not much, guys. Hey, this little this little warm up. I will say a quick little report. is Bass and Bay, I mean, you could get back out there for a little bit. It was locked up, but um, yeah. yeah, that's great uh, from late October all the way until ice. I mean, you go out there and throw a chatterbait, spinnerbait,
2: you, you catch you'll crush bass out there. Yeah, bass and here. Yeah, you know, are you are you one of the guys that go out in the fall when the water temperature is like forty some, you know, low forties, and throw? Uh, Chatter baits, or uh, 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 what's the other? Uh, spinner bait? No, no, not spinner bait. Help me out, JC. The lipless crankbait. Bill oh, Lewis. Yeah, right. Rattle right. trap. I mean, rattle traps.
5: Per, per, honestly, on the, at this time of year in the bow of the boat, it's like three things it's a chatter bait, a lipless, and then some kind of Texas rig just to slow down, like yeah. you get in certain areas. But it's just it's, um,
2: it's amazing how those bass, everything we've always read over the years is like you got to slow down in the fall. And then you throw these fast-moving baits, and the bass are crushing them. It's unreal. Right,
5: right. It's like they got to make that split-second decision. They want to eat or not. You know? Yeah. More it's... times not that they, they want to yeah. chew, you know. Have so... you,
2: uh, in the fall, have you ever gone for the crappies out there?
5: You know what? I'm not a big panfisher okay. at all. That's one thing I'm not not pretty much into. A couple buddies do it now. I'll do it with them, but just myself I won't. But touching on the big bass, yeah. I totally agree with Pewaukee. The thing about Pewaukee is it's like – for sometimes, if you want big ones, you got to go out there and like hit those mats hard with big jigs or, yeah. you know, punching hard. And you'll get some really big fish, but it's hard to get five if you're in a tournament doing that, you know, like as far as big ones. But Lake Geneva, I was going to say, on the other hand, like over the past three or four years, I've been fishing tournaments out there.
2: Yeah. You need
5: like 22, 23 to win out there pretty much consistently.
2: Oh, I, I would mean, believe that. That's. that's-
5: that's a big bass fishery as far as, and it's always a mixed bag out there, yeah. smallmouth and largemouth, you know, to win it.
2: There's, and I, I bet I you're say, oh, go ahead.
5: No, I'll say there, there's probably every tournament, at least, you know, as long as it's like a 35, 40, 50-bowl tournament, you know, where there's at least a 6-pound largemouth weighed in and a high 5-smallie weighed in on Lake Geneva. Yeah, you know, I believe it. Always it always puts out big fish.
2: Yeah, and, you know, those guys who, well, like you, who fish it a lot, you know, it, it takes time to learn that lake because it's a big lake. You know, oh, and, big time. Yeah, a lot of and
5: drop shotting out there. It's totally Pewaukee and Lake Geneva are just so much different to fish.
2: Oh the yeah, counties, exactly, but. exactly. Hey, appreciate yeah, the phone. Well, fo- you guys have a good weekend. Yeah, appreciate the phone call. Give us more yeah. calls. We appreciate it. All
3: right, take it easy. All right,
2: Bye. thanks. Bye now. All right, we got to take a quick break, Danny. Uh, we'll be right back, folks. He's Dan Bush. I'm Tom Newbauer. S- Sam Schmitz is on the boards. Uh, This is 105.7 FM, the fan, and uh, 12.50 on the AM dial. So we'll be right back. It's the final countdown. The final
1: countdown. Welcome back to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Hey, we got a couple callers on the line. I think Mike is first, so let's go to him. Yeah. Sam,
2: we got Mike Pivich on the line to tell us about a Captain great Captain Mike. Yeah, Captain Mike, great hunting opportunity. Go ahead, morning, there, Mike. How you doing? Good. Tell us about this great deal a person can get if they want to go to Africa.
3: Well, again, this is with Ever Foster from Sadaka Safaris, and some of your listeners might remember him from being on your show the last couple of years while he's oh here, yeah. And you- but what Evert's offering is a, a little bit of a contest. Um, it, it, it's sort of an int- introductory package for somebody who's interested in, in going to Africa and helping you get a, a little head start on some of the costs. So what he's offering is a, a free Impala and a wildebeest. Or you can switch the Impala for a Blesbuck. So it's two free animals and five days of the daily rate, uh, which is five nights a day. Um, he's asking that people take a minimum of seven days, uh, which would mean they'd have to pay at least two. But really, that's that's done because some people think they can go for five days, and and yes, you certainly can. But it's um, it, it's such a the time goes so quickly. Five days just really isn't long enough to make a really complete trip out of it. So what what we're asking people to do um, to enter the contest is pretty simple. Just go to Everts. Website it's www.sadaka safaris. Sadaka is spelled S A D A K A Z-A. And um, we're asking you to take a look at his website. You'll find it on the, on, on the front page, but I think you'll want to look through the whole thing because there's some really awesome pictures of animals and facilities and so forth. All they have to do is, is text text the, the answer to this question. What is Sadaka Safari's motto? And it's it's very evident. It's right on the front page. Um, text it to this phone number, 262-781-1704. Text your answer and your name, and that's all you need to do to be put into the, the drawing. And that drawing is going to be done live on your show on, I believe it's January 18th. Is that correct?
1: Sounds about right. I, I believe that's it. And uh, repeat That phone number slowly again for our listeners who are running for their pens.
0: Oh, sure. It's
3: 262-781-1704.
1: Gotcha. And basically what they get is if they do a seven-day hunt, they got five days free. They got two animals included. Plus, I believe uh, Dan Johnson is uh, doing something as far as a deal form for the mounts. Oh, I'm
3: sorry got to mention that, but, yes, Dan's offering a, a free amount of the Impala.
1: Okay. And then, uh, so basically, I believe for one person, they save, what, $4,000 or something, $4,500 value?
3: Yes, correct. And, I, yep. and, and, and this can be for multiple hunters. It's not just for one person. The, the winner, the person who's winning, um, can bring along another one or two or up to three other hunters. And, and if, if they want to bring along other people who are not hunting, but just people who want to enjoy being on safari, you know, you're being on the truck, sitting on a blind, walking through the bushveld, um, that's an observer. And the observer rate for those people would be $250 a day.
2: Well, that's pretty right. good. That's pretty cheap. It, well. uh,
3: it, it really is because it's all-inclusive. That includes all of your food and drinks, um, alcoholic, non-alcoholic, um, daily laundry services meals it, 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 it's it's all inclusive.
2: All right. Well, just remember, Mike, call us next week and tell us again, okay? We'll keep those do lucky awesome. entrance getting in there. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, Tom, I, what Quick
3: a very quick question for you. How are you feeling?
2: Uh getting better day by day.
3: Awesome.
2: Yep. All right, guys. Well, all thanks. Right. You have a good day. And I'll talk with you next week. Okay. Thanks, thanks Mike. Mike. Yep. All right. And uh who who do you get on hold? Uh, Bill in Pleasant Prairie. Oh, okay. Good morning, Bill.
4: Good morning, guys. Thanks hey, for yeah.
2: holding on. We appreciate it. You're going to go to Africa?
4: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, You know, it's all out of my hands. Everything's in God's hands right now.
2: Okay. So what's on your mind today?
4: I just wanted to know what your guys' opinion was on the lower quantity in the deer hunt this year.
2: Yeah, it went down this year, uh, but, yeah, well, the the gun deer numbers were down, but the crossbow numbers were up, but the overall numbers were just down a little bit, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think uh, in the area that I hunted, Bill, there was a lot of standing corn. Even when I I hunted with my buddy Mike um, out here on Sunday, we did Waukesha, Waukesha County, as uh, Al Shook would say, and there's standing corn. And I think a lot of those deer, they have no reason to move if they can just go and... uh,
2: Stand in a (laughs) cornfield. Well,
1: bed down in a cornfield and eat corn. And they got food and cover. Uh, We had some crappy days, too. We had some wind and rain. So I think even one bad day, when you think about it, one bad day can affect probably tens of thousands (laughs) of deer that would get harvested. Because think about it. If there were 160,000 harvested... In nine days. Um, okay, just figure out how much that is per day. Well, let's let's just figure if they had another good day of hunting added on to that total when you know, when you had that wind and rain and so forth. Um, but you know, I, I, I still think overall, uh, I think we got some good hunting in the state. Uh, I myself, um, I passed up a lot of, I got two antlerless tags with both my bowl and my gun license for Monroe County, and I haven't taken an antlerless yet, but that's probably going to change next week, Saturday. So I think a lot of people are passing up deer, waiting for that big buck, as opposed to years ago, if it was brown, it was down. And I think we might see a boost in those numbers after some of these other, you know, antlerless and holiday hunts uh, go down.
4: Yeah. Well, I just wanted to say you guys do a great job, Tom. I'll be praying for you.
2: Oh, well, thank you very much. Yeah, I, I appreciate do it,
4: John. At this time of year,
2: yep, you know. I do too. Yeah, we all do. And you know, funny thing is, John went through the same thing that I just went through, and he uh-huh. n- he never told us a lot of the stuff about the recovery in the hospital. I'll tell you what, that is a. Uh, uh, well, I was gonna say a pain in the butt, but it's a real pain in the chest
4: <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. I had some friends that went yeah. through that too yeah it's uh, I it's wish not I had time I tell you a story about John you know oh go ahead you know, I would live down here, so I would fish Pewaukee this time of year a lot of times late in the year for that yeah. season, and I wouldn't drive home because I get stuck in the traffic pulling the boat, and so I would just go upstairs by John. I walk up there, and you want a beer? No, John, I'm driving my boat home. I'm not going to drink. Yeah. And he goes, you mind if I smoke a cigar? I said, no, John, it's your place. Why are you asking me? He lights up a cigar, and we're talking. And I'm thinking, man, that, that thing is really rank. What, what the I not I didn't say anything. And after a while, my eyes are watering. <laughs> <laughs> I said, John, what the heck are you smoking? He thought oh, this is my medical marijuana. Yeah, said,
2: exactly. Drive home. Yeah, and you're sitting there breathing it.
4: <laughs> oh, yeah. I, would had the window in the truck down
2: for half of the way home. Oh yeah, yeah, John. Uh, you know, because of his muscular Tourette's, uh, he was. Yeah. It was recommended that. Uh, I mean, they, they could have prescribed those pills, marijuana pills, but those were not as good as the real stuff. So, you know, John would smoke that to help his med- his uh, muscular Tourette's, you know, in his neck.
4: Right, I laughed. Yeah. I would Every time I'd see him after that, we'd just laugh. i said, John, what are you doing?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. We've been up there before, Danny and I, plenty of times when John was doing that, and I think I got a little buzzed myself. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you, you know, the,
1: the a funniest story. Well, I got so many stories about John. Oh, but God, Years yeah. ago when he was into making baits, And uh, he and Randy Virgil, there's a house across from the bait shop and they had a garage and they'd have all these baits hanging on like a string, like strung across the garage and they'd be spray painting them. So I went over to see those guys and I walked in at about three in the afternoon one summer day and they looked at me and these guys, their eyes, you want to talk about high as kites. I got dizzy just walking in there with all those fumes
2: from the paint. And because they didn't have ventilation. No, no, those two (laughs) guys are in
1: there. But I think John
2: liked it. (laughs) Hey, well, thanks for calling. We do appreciate it. All right. right. Thank you, you, man. too. I know. Well, Danny, got about a minute left in the show. It's uh, another week down, waiting to do another week. Yeah. Uh, looking for the Packers with a big win tomorrow. Big win. Hopefully the Badgers, if they could pull yeah, one out, I but the I doubt
1: Packers. it. I'd do anything for the but, Packers, Gary. Yeah, but
2: I doubt the Badgers are gonna pull it
1: off. I don't know. Maybe I'll go to Curly's and watch the yeah. Badger game today.
2: That would be uh it would be fun for the first half. And you know what i gonna eat, Tom? <laughs> like,
1: <What>? French fries. Ha! <laughs> oh, I would love to You can't eat French fries. I'm oh, gonna text I could. you a picture hey. of me
2: eating French fries hey. with two beautiful girls I, beside me. I told me. my wife. Well,
1: maybe French fries only, but
2: you don't text. I told my my wife last night I said you know I says on my way home I passed right by a George Webb they got french fries there's a McDonald's I passed by too they got french fries and she just gave me the look <laughs> she gave you the look <laughs> gave me the look hey all Danny right. had a good time that's all I got that's all I got maybe. to all
4: the listeners thanks for listening and God bless and stay free everyone
1: Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors hey go buy me my Christmas presents everybody talk to you next week <laughs> but you
5: can't keep no chains on